G'day, everybody. Welcome to the Community Is Our Middle Name podcast for 2024. First one of the new year. My name is Gareth Oliver. And of course, this podcast is brought to you by Grampians Community Health. Great to be back with you again for yet another trip once more round the sun. We go again. I'm talking um, this episode with uh, Cully and Lou. Cully is from GCH and Lou is from Store Neighbourhood House. And GCH and Store Neighbourhood House have sort of come together, partnered up uh, for the last 12 months or so on a program called Step Into Self-Care. Now, you may have heard Cully on the podcast before talking about the walking group. This is all part of that, but this is looking at self-care from a more holistic point of view. And uh, as I always say, I can't explain it as well as the two people I've got on the podcast. So uh, without further ado, let's get into it. Uh, this is the Community Is Name and Name podcast, proudly brought to you by Grampians Community Health for you, your family and our community. <laughs> Welcome to the first Community Is Our Middle Name podcast for 2024. It's amazing to say 2024. It just doesn't seem that long ago we started doing this. I'm joined by uh, Lou from Store Neighbourhood House and also from GCH's very own Carly. Uh, thanks for joining me, ladies. Thanks for having us. Um, so we are talking about uh, step into self-care. Um, Lou, can you tell us a little bit before we get into that? Just about Store Neighbourhood House and what uh, what you guys do down there, because you have a lot of programs happening. Yeah, sure thing. We've got programs on pretty much every day of the week. We do a lot of things around art and craft. So um, two very popular groups are our crochet group and our sewing group. We also have a play group. We're doing some intergenerational projects with the um, local council this year as well, so engaging school-age students and preschool students and um, preschool kids with older people in the community. Um, we have a Food Connect program where we support community members in need with food items, so fresh fruit, veg, bread and eggs. That's every day of the week. And we also offer accredited and pre-accredited training, so things like first aid, RSA, food handlers, um, and a program called iPals, which is supporting people to learn independent living skills. Well, that's a real hub of stall, isn't it, the neighbourhood house? Yeah, it's a busy little place. It's, it's always hopping, and we never quite know what each day is going to bring. That's good. It's better than being boring, I, I would imagine. Absolutely, and, yeah. And Carly, uh, I reckon we spoke about the walking group on a previous podcast. How's it been going? I know you had a little break over the um, Christmas New Year period, but how's the walking group travelling, for lack of a better term? Yeah, so towards the end of last year, we had um, five to six um people that were coming regularly. Um, so far this year, we've got one little walker that's coming every week. Um, people are obviously busy and, and haven't quite got back to their normal routines, but we've swapped the time to do 9am at the moment because of the heat. Um, and so we were walking at 10, but it's 9 at the moment and will be for uh, all of first term. Excellent. Um, and we'll we'll get that messaging out as well. We'd like to see people back in I don't know, maybe when school holidays are over in Dublin, you might see a few more walkers. Yeah, hope so. Um, step into self-care. I'll let, uh, I'll let, uh, you, you guys explain it to me about what it actually is because uh, I have spoken to Carly about it. Um, 
Uh, Lou, what is Step Into Self Care and, and how did this collaboration between GCH and Storm Airport House come about? Yeah, so we started the Step Into Self Care group um, probably over a year ago now with GCH linking into the walk-in group. Um, and it was sort of born out of a need that we were seeing emerging where people were coming in to us or approaching um, like through the walking group, various topics around mental health, not that crisis-led response, but the more proactive response. So we thought we'd join forces and put on a group around different aspects of self-care to be a, a bit of, to give people tools for preventative mental health awareness and so they could build up their resilience um, by learning different aspects of self-care and also just the importance of being able to take time out for the self and knowing that it's not a selfish act, it's actually what's needed because you're no good to anyone if your batteries are flat. You know, you've got to recharge your batteries so you can actually support yourself and support other people. So that's sort of how it how it started. Um, it runs on during school terms on a 10-week program, and we look at various topics um, around all aspects of self-care, so things like diet, exercise, um, mindfulness meditation, time management, sleep, um, an overview of just self-care more generally as well to look at how we can incorporate it in our daily lives and build up a bit of a self-care toolkit. Excellent. It's a real holistic approach, isn't it? Yeah, it is. That's definitely what we're aiming for and, and for it to be more of a preventative and proactive support rather than a reactive support Um and not to replace the role of formal mental health supports like counselling and things like that. It's just that um, preventative and social space where people can come together and, and share their ideas with like-minded individuals. So, Carly, what's your role um, in in the step into self-care stuff uh, as well, apart from the uh, the walking group? So, basically, the original step into self-care was um, with the person who used to do my role, Susie Hamilton, um, was the one that teamed up with Lou um, and they basically built the program together. So at the moment, I'm pretty much shadowing Lou and we're going to have some planning meetings so that we can both deliver the program if one of us is not there or, um, yeah, so just basically we both facilitate or we'll be both facilitating, but at this stage, I'm still uh, learning from Lou and just following the lead. Yeah, big shoes to fill too, Susie's. <laughs> Absolutely, yes, very. Uh, is there a cost to, to this if anyone wants to come down? No. Most of the courses that we run through the neighbourhood house, we do sort of ask for a nominal gold coin donation, but we don't enforce that. So there there is no cost. If people would like to donate, that's awesome because every little bit helps us keep our doors open and keep the power on. Um, but no, there is no, no assigned cost to the, the course. So how structured is it, Lou, if people come come? on the uh, the Tuesdays to take part in this. Is it um, super structured or is it a bit more sort of on needs based from the people who were there at the time? It's not super structured at all. It's um, people can sort of dip in and dip out and come one week and then come four weeks later. Um, I guess we do ask for input from the participants as to what topics they would like to cover as well. So a lot of the topic choices are led by the group. Um, there was one session towards the end of last year where it wasn't at all structured, mainly because the printer at this end died and I couldn't print out the resources. So we did um, 
gentle stretches and seated stretches. And that was really well received by the group on the day and they really enjoyed it. And the resources that we had, they wanted to take home so they could keep practicing. So it is, um, it's very much led in design as well by the people who are coming to the group. So if we were doing a session, this has happened in the past, if we've done a session on sleep, one week and they thought they wanted to delve into it more deeply, we'll carry that on to the next week. So it is led by the group as well. Excellent. Um, that sounds really good. I think the time management one might be one that I need just quietly. Um, <laughs> Carly, <Likewise. yes. laughs> Fun- funnily enough, we were doing the time management one and I turned up late. <laughs> uh, that's, that, that was um, good uh, modelling of what not to do. So, yeah, absolutely. Yeah. <laughs> so, so Carly, as someone who's sort of come into to this uh, after it, it had been kicked off, what are the things that you've seen um, that the participants are getting out of it? Uh, to be honest, I actually find that they just enjoy um, talking with the other people. They quite often will have a little tiny bit of homework to do and coming back the following week and seeing who's done their homework and having a little bit of a chat about that. Um, the few people that we have been seeing doing the walking group and the uh, step into self-care, that their friendships are developing um, and they're really not wanting to miss um, what's going on. If they've got an appointment that happens to be on the Tuesday, they're trying to shuffle it so that they can do their step into self-care and their walking group with their friends. Um, so, yeah, friendship, um, that camaraderie, that um, connection. I would say connection is the main thing um, that I've found out of it. I think the social stuff, and I know we've talked about this a lot on the podcast, but the social stuff uh, that we lost during those the two main COVID years, I'll say main COVID years because it's still with us, of course, um, is something that... that especially in smaller communities, people really seemed to miss. And mm-hmm. and Lou, at Sorn Airport House, you could probably speak to this. Um, how has something like the, the, the step into self-care helped people get back together? I think it does provide a, a social avenue. And I know that there's been times where we haven't had um, perhaps an hour's worth of content, but people will hang around for the whole hour because they are just looking for that social engagement. Um, certainly on a day-to-day basis here at the house, we're getting a lot of that. We get a lot of people coming through just for a cuppa and a chat um, because it is a safe space where people can come and feel that they're heard and listened to. And, um, they, you know, they're quite often not coming in wanting problem solving or anything. They just want a social connection and a place to be and belong. So I think by virtue, we provide that to the community. So it makes sense that we're providing this group to the community as well. Carly, where would you like to see the step into self-care go? How how would you like to see it grow? What what changes do you think you could see happening in the future? Um, I think I'd really like to see it um, with a little bit better um, participation. We haven't had huge numbers, but again, coming off COVID, it's been a little bit difficult. Um, and again, with me come stepping in, Susie stepping out, there was a bit of a gap between us um, and Lou continued to run it without um, us. At, but the walking group only started up again in August last year. So building on the numbers and building on people talking about it in the community and, um, and explaining to other people what they get out of it. And then we can maybe develop it, yeah, to suit the groups better. 
um, for what they're wanting and what they're needing um, and, and also being able to furnish the uh, have new people coming into the neighbourhood house and seeing what they've got on offer um, would be fantastic. They can um, the neighbourhood house is there for any member of the community from you know zero years old through to 99 um, and it would be great to see a lot more people uh, using what they've got available because it's an amazing resource. Yeah, absolutely it is. And um, I know a little bit about the, the um, Sornavold House from my days working at Pinnacle and seeing the, the programs that ran out the back there and, and the way the space was used out the front. It was was impressive. You know what you need, Carly, to, to promote this as a really cool-looking poster. <laughs> <laughs> that would be amazing, Gareth. I'm really not sure how we can tap into that, but if you could help me, that would be great. I'll, see, I'll, I'll, I'll speak to my people and we'll get something sorted out. Fantastic. <laughs> We'd appreciate that. <laughs> um, so it runs, runs through the school terms, correct? Correct. Do you think that uh, that means it gives people more of an opportunity to get to, to go to the, some of these programs that you guys offer, Lou, if they're not having to worry about having the kids with them? Yeah, pretty much. Most of our formal programs do run during school term time because um, that way as well it just gives the facilitators a little bit of a break. Otherwise, you can get facilitation fatigue. Um, so we do try and stick to just school terms we also do that because there is a longer-term view that we'll be running school holiday programs, which we haven't quite been able to get off the ground in my time in the role, um, which is unfortunate. So we're hoping to be able to have more stuff going on in school holidays for younger people, um, which means that we wouldn't be able to have some of the traditional groups running at the same time. You know, that's actually su- surprising. I'm going to sort of go off, off topic a little bit here. I'm a bit surprised by that because I know for, for me um, – we're trying to find school holiday programs for, for our kids is uh, is very hard. I'd imagine there'd be a demand for it install. Is it just been a lack of demand or has it just been just funding or? Um, no, there's a demand for it. Um, for me, it's been a shortage of volunteers who want to do stuff with youth. So um, <laughs> if anyone's listening to this and would like to volunteer to do some stuff with youth, that'd be awesome. Give me a call and we'll make it happen. Yeah, Carly, um, you do the healthy mums, healthy babies, so maybe you can, yeah, <laughs> we can tie that in. Um, See what I can do. I'll talk to my people. <laughs> Excellent. A lot of talking happening. Sorry, GCH thing. Um, so, Carly, what would you say to anyone who is considering doing the step into program or even just coming down and, and hanging out and doing the, a couple of laps around Cato? How long do you walk for, by the way? Um, walking group starts at nine, but it's however many laps and however, whatever pace you want to go at. Uh, generally myself and Crystal, our, um, community health nurse from GCH will come down and do the walk together and we'll usually tag on to one or two different people and just have a bit of a chat about how they're going health and wellbeing wise. Um, so my, my thoughts are if you wanted to do either, you could either drop in and see Lou at the neighbourhood house. If you feel like you don't want to just come straight to the group, you could have a chat one-on-one with Lou or you could um, give me a call through uh, GCH and have a chat to me uh, one-on-one or literally just turn up um, on Tuesdays night. 9am for the walking group currently and it'll be 10am starting on the 30th of January for our first step into self-care. So yeah, just just drop in or or have a chat to one of us about it. Lou, do you see um, a sort of range of ages of people coming to the step in or is it more sort of geared, skewed towards older people or? At the moment, the people who are coming are the older demographic. So it would be good to mix that up a bit and have... um, a few different age groups attending. 
definitely. Um, and it's sort of been more of a, a female group, so I urge any men to come along and join because self-care is important for, for all. It's not just for um, women, it's for everybody. Absolutely, and get out and have a walk and have a bit of a bit of a chat to to everyone. It's it's very important both mentally and uh, and physically. Um, so, Lou, can you uh, just in a nutshell before we uh, we finish up, can you just give us a, a final sell on uh, for anyone who wants to come and what they they may expect? Yeah, I think it's just a great space to come and engage socially and learn some new strategies around how to best support yourself so you can be the best version of yourself you can be and you've got enough left in the tank to support the people that you love and care about around you. Perfect. And and Carly, we'll we'll get your little uh, wrap on what it is. Well, I'd just um, say pretty much exactly what Lou just said there. It's a great way to get out, connect with your community, connect with other people, connect with yourself and to look after yourself to be that best version of yourself you can be. We can't look after others if we're uh, pouring from an empty cup. Well said, uh, both of you, and step into self-care, kicking back off on the 30th of January, Store Neighbourhood House. If you have any questions, contact Carly or contact Lou. Uh, What's the contact details there at Store Neighbourhood House, Lou? Um, yeah, either just pop in 42 Sloan Street, the powerhouse building, or give us a call on 53583500. And Carly, we're, of course, 53587400. Yes, we are. <laughs> I uh, haven't said that for a little while. I've been on leave. So, uh, and anyone can just drop down any to uh, to join the walking group. And um, it's a nice little area down at Cato to have a stroll around. Beautiful, and at the moment there's a lot of uh, bird life around. It's green. The gardens are beautiful. The council really um, takes care of them very well. Excellent. Well, thank you both for coming on the podcast, um, and uh, let's hope we get some some more people coming down to the uh, neighbourhood house and joining in the Step Into Self Care program. Thanks, Gareth. Thank you. Thank you once again to Carly and Lou for being part of this episode of the Community Is Our Middle Name podcast. Hope you guys learned something about Step Into Self-Care and also it's a great little program running in Stall Neighbourhood House, uh, the powerhouse as it's known locally, every Tuesday. So go down there and say good day. Have a bit of a walk around Cato Park. It's a beautiful spot to walk as well. And um, meet some new people and uh, step into self-care. Just before I, I get into all the, the little bits and pieces I have to do for the outro, I will just let you guys know about a few changes to the Communities and Middle Name podcast and the GCH Podcasting Network. So the Communities and Middle Name podcast will be moving monthly to a monthly release. You might have noticed that uh, we've been a little bit sporadic with some of the releases, so we are moving to monthly uh, just so we can provide better quality podcasts for everyone. Also, the Our Community is Able podcast will not be continuing on, unfortunately. It's a bit bittersweet because uh, Letitia is no longer able to do the community, Our Community is Able podcast because she has a, uh, a new gig. Good thing is, though, it's here at GCH, so we're keeping uh, someone good in the organisation. But thank you, Letitia, for the work you put into the Our Community is Able podcast. And those podcasts will always be out there in the ether of the internet for anyone to get hold of and have a listen to. Right, this one, of course, though, is the Community is Our Middle Name podcast, and it is uh, 
brought to you by Grampians Community Health and GCH uh, deliver a broad range of services for individuals, for families and communities across the following local government areas. The West Wimmershire Shire, the Hindmarsh Shire, the Ariambiac Shire, the Bull Oak Shire, Northern Grampian Shire, Horsham Rural City, Southern Grampian Shire, Ararat Rural City, Pyrenees Shire and Central Goldfields regions. Services available include alcohol and other drug support, counselling services, carer support, uh, family violence services, health and wellness services, mental health uh, help, NDIS and disability services, including NDIS support, coordination and plan management, uh, aged care, home care package, case management, much, much more. Go to our website, gch.org.au. You can find out all about the services that we provide on there. And while you're online, don't forget to follow our socials. We are on Facebook, facebook.com slash Grampians Community Health. And we're on Instagram and on Snapchat at GCH Grampians. This podcast uh, is available on Spotify, on Apple Podcasts, on Podbean, and you can subscribe and uh, never, ever miss an episode. And if you are an Apple Podcast, please leave a review because it does help people find the show and helps us get messages out that we think might assist the community. The intro and outro music is an original composition from our very own Andrew Parsons, and once again, we give him our thanks for that, for providing the music and letting us use it. This podcast was recorded and produced on the traditional lands of the Jabberwong people as well, and we pay respects to elders past, present, and emerging. You can find GCH, our head offices in Ararat, Stall, and Horsham, Open Monday to Friday from 9 to 5. You can give us a call, 5358-7400. Speak to our friendly intake and reception staff, and they'll be able to help put you in the right direction. Even if the service at GCH doesn't necessarily offer, we'll be able to point you in the right direction or somewhere where you may be able to receive help or a family member may be able to receive some assistance. That's it. That's the first show for the year in the books. My name is Gareth Oliver. Thank you so much for being part of the Community is Eminent Name podcast for another episode. And I'm really looking forward to bringing you an episode of February. I really hope, I don't want to pump it up too much, but the guests that we've got lined up, I really hope we can get hold of um, because it'll be a fantastic episode. So fingers crossed, keep fingers crossed, please, everybody out there in the listening community. Thank you once again for being part of the, the show. And uh, on behalf of myself uh, and Grandpins Community Health, for you, your family and our community, I will say so long until next time. <laughs>